0: Episode of the Game Close with Mike Marbach podcast. I am, as I bring my voice down to a more manageable tone, Mike Marbach. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you always and forever. Each moment with you is like a dream to me. Wow, lots of people listened to the podcast last time around. Lots and lots of people. And lots of people had good stuff to say, which is fantastic. I always like when people enjoy the things that I do. Uh, yeah, the one with Rob got a shared all around Facebook. Uh, now that it's much easier to do now that uh, we have MikeMarback.com. So that's awesome. Lots of people liking it. So make sure if you like this bearder one or any of the others that you listen to, click that little like button. That'll show people on Facebook, hey, friend, I like this. And you can tell because it's on my page. You could also share. There's a share button as well. Uh, you can click on the share button and then add a comment or so. Either one. Either one is appreciated, and we'll get the word out about this podcast and the people that are involved with it. Uh, so thank you. Uh, thank you to Rob once again. Um, what happened? since the last one oh yeah shit the del close marathon that was my first time up there uh for those of you who are unaware the del close marathon is pretty much the improv marathon in the improv world it is ridiculous uh it was something like spread over three days five stages 400 shows a thousand performers 24 hours a day uh check those numbers because i just made them all up um Really though, I don't think my numbers are that far off from the actual numbers. Maybe the thousand performers one. I really don't know. Uh, but the, it's huge, and you're walking around with with these wristbands, uh, and it's hot out, so it's not like anybody's wearing coats or sweaters or anything. It's it's 90 plus degrees out, so everybody's in shorts and t-shirts, and so, so you can clearly see these bands, which identify people as improvisers first of all, uh, and then different segments. Uh, people that are just there to watch audience uh, or improvisers that just are not performing like myself I was up there I was not performing in anything I was there to support and watch and just be part of the whole thing and then the performers bands but I just thought it was funny that you can walk down the street and know who was part of your, your world your club your um community so to speak uh and not recognize them but know who was an improviser i thought that was really cool um i saw a lot of really really great shows while i was up there bass prov i finally got to see them that they were fantastic mark mark sutton is my improv mentor said it many times many of you uh, have heard me say that unless you stumbled across this podcast uh or you're listening uh through facebook because someone shared it which is awesome but mark sutton look him up google him he's fantastic uh and I hope to get him to Philly soon. Um, Joe Bill, of course, and they also had Jody Lennon sitting in. The show was fantastic. Uh, one of my favorite shows of the weekend also was The Brothers Hines. Hadn't really heard of them so much. Uh, had never seen either of them perform that I know of, uh, but together, man, did they freaking kick ass. So good. Such a great goddamn show. So simple with everything they, they were doing and just beat the shit out of it. Uh, awesome Uh, Beardo uh, had an awesome show Uh, I'm talking about them because one I coached them and two they're in this podcast they had an awesome show Uh, so they should be proud of it and uh, anybody that saw I would hope would agree Uh, other honorable honorable mentions go out to uh, to Iron Lung they had a fun set uh, to Mayor Karen who actually I didn't get to see but uh, the reason I didn't get to see was because the place was packed. So they performed a cr- to a sellout crowd, and from what I understand, performed an awesome show to a sellout crowd. So that's awesome. That's really, really good to uh, to hear. Uh, weekend at Bernie's, uh, or Improv at Bernie's, I'm not sure exactly what the title was, but it doesn't matter. You get the point. Uh, there was a bunch of improvisers on stage doing scenes with a dead person played by Billy Bob Thompson. So yeah, it was uh, it was an awesome time uh, up in New York. Uh, I was up. I was awake from 4.30 in the morning on Friday until 11.30-ish a.m. on Saturday. That's a long time to be awake. Uh, and I saw so many shows in that time. And I'll tell you what. Uh, there was several shows I saw that were some of the worst things I've ever seen. And that counts improv, sketch... Uh, actually, you know what? Let's just take it out of the arts. It, it's completely wide open uh, to things that you can see uh, among the, the in, of the field of things that the human eyes can see, that the human eyes can take in. Some of the things I saw were some of the worst ever, uh, and I wished that I I'd never have to witness it again. Uh, <laughs> the show's kind of stunk. I'm not going to say what it was um, because that. Is not cool, but just know that there are some bad things to see in the world of the arts. Um, yeah, so I one th- I will I will go back up for sure. Um, but I will definitely make sure that I plan the where I'm going to stay at night portion of the trip in advance. Um, although I, I did have loose plans. Um, I ended up just kind of staying awake And then taking a well-timed nap I say well-timed because I was crashing I, cr- I, I crashed at a friend's uh, hotel room We went back She wanted to get some sleep as well And the p- other people that were in the hotel room were Happened to be going out So uh, we got to take a nap for two or so hours And then I was awake again From 1.30 uh, or so Until I left at 6 in the morning 6.30 in the morning Uh, I was originally scheduled to leave at 5.30, but I moved that up to 6.30 a.m. because, quite frankly, I had had enough. Um, But yeah, it really was an amazing weekend. I had a lot of fun, really, really good time, and I will be back up there again. Uh, This podcast, moving on, has a group that just performed up there. They were fantastic. They, They killed in the... 2.15 2.15 a.m. Saturday slot. Uh, that was uh, a shame because they really put on a fantastic show and it, it deserved uh, to be at least uh, closer to midnight. Uh, no, it, it, it was an 8 p.m. show. It was pretty good. Anyway, the group is Beardo. Really fun group. Uh, I coached them, which is why I'm talking a whole bunch of... Uh, Uh, good stuff about them right now but I don't really need to they're they're they have a decent reputation um I talked to them in this podcast about uh the formation of Beardo uh how they came to ask me to be their their coach um the different things about their form and how it's changed over the last year or so um talk about them individually how they got into improv and kind of what's keeping them here and there's a whole lot of tangents involved this is the first time that I've done the podcast with more than one person so it's a it's a bit unfocused at times uh, a bit jungle buttery at times that will make sense uh, after you listen to the podcast that jungle butter reference Um, but it's still a fun it's still a really fun listen Uh, it's still informative and it's uh, there's a lot of beard questions So if you have any questions about your beard, about grown facial hair, uh, make sure you listen, because throughout the podcast, there's a lot of beard wisdom. It's kind of concentrated toward the end, but throughout, there's a lot of beard-isms in there. Um, Yeah, Beardo is made up of Dan Jaquette, Kevin Pettit, and Dennis Trafney. Uh, And, oh, throughout this podcast, you'll hear us... We were kind of um, celebrating. It was our last practice. Uh, We were celebrating a little bit as well, so we had some some drinks and some pizza ordered. Uh, So there were different interruptions where I had to kind of edit this together, so if there's anything abrupt, that's probably what it was, whether it's Kevin forgetting his his phone in his car or having to go down and pay for the pizza or whatever the case may be. Uh, That's probably the reason. You can catch Beardo this Friday night, uh, this Friday being July 6th at 8.30pm, performing with Iron Lung as part of the send-off shows for Dan, Jack and Alan Qualley. So, that's all I have to say for the setup here, for the first, for the pre bumper Uh So enjoy it as I get close to Beardo. Uh, well, welcome to Getting Close with Mike Marbeck. I am your host. Thank you. I wasn't done. Oh. Uh, Mike Marbeck. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. This uh, thanks for having us. Yes, thanks. thanks, Mike. Yeah, we've talked about this for a little while. Little while. Little while. Not too long. No. Um, Since you've been doing it. Why don't you go around first and introduce yourselves? I'm Kevin. Uh, Kevin Pettit,
1: member of Budo. Oh, that's member. I'm a member. It's uh, oh, oh. the prereq for this oh. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want Iron Long. A yeah, lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, new house team Davenger. Oh, this is no good.
2: Oh, yeah, Kevin's of terrible in those groups. Yeah, this is no. You try to I, do something
1: nice. <laughs> to get your friend his favorite type of beverage.
2: <laughs> what, what does it taste like? Mike's drinking a summer cider. A right? summer
0: cider. It's made by Woodchuck. I don't know. Maybe I'll give I'll give it some more time. And who are you? Oh, I was going to ask you about your fruits. You but, okay.
2: That's some some gas true. This is off to a great start. Yes. yes. We are on a roll. <laughs> yes. Uh, my name is Dan Jaquette.
0: Jaquette? Yeah. Oh. Hi, Dan. I've been wrong the entire time. Yeah, most people are. Uh,
3: Tell, well, how do most people pronounce it? Jaquette. Name? Or. Jacket. Jacket. Not Neither is accurate. Are you really cool or. Jacket? Uh. I'm
2: pretty cool. <laughs>
0: Okay. Jackets Smith. Jackets jacket. pretty cool That's what I'm saying Well
2: it's an object I don't think there's any I mean I think I like Jacket better Jackets keep you warm
0: But Jack so not right. cool. oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible I nailed it I nailed yeah. yeah 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 you did
3: uh, Dennis Trafney <laughs> I am in Beardo Iron Lung And
0: Hey Alright Awesome
2: Oh I'm also in Beardo
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, all three of you are in Beardo. Yeah. All right, that's the prereq.
2: Uh, I was going to listen to another one today, but it wasn't on iTunes.
0: It is now on iTunes. Uh, For anybody listening. Exclusive report. Yeah. I (laughs) mean. You mean to say getting
1: close with Mike Marbox now on iTunes? You got that right. You can download it anytime, anywhere.
0: Sure thing. Uh, Yes, anytime, anywhere. Put it on your favorite mobile device. And listen, anywhere you would like to be. Uh but Mike,
2: I have an iPhone. Can I listen to it on that?
0: Yes. Yes, you can. I have an Android. What about me? I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Time will tell. Um, yes. Thank you again for for coming to do this show. Um, I don't know. Who have you any of you ever listened to one before? I listened to the I, Rob Bennett. I, I, I said I
2: listened to
0: one. Which one did you yesterday? To?
2: Kristen Shear. You listened to Rob oh. yesterday? I listened
1: to Rob
0: yesterday. Okay. Well, then, you know, I like to take them a little more seriously uh, in the sense of just really Sorry. getting to know people. Um, so, luck. so far, That's not quite getting there. Good. Uh, no. Uh, I expected as much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we'll do what we can, because I haven't done it with three people before. A podcast, that is. Who lead me to
1: it? Yeah. If we if we just answer questions at the same time, a la Beardo <laughs> style, would that help?
2: Can you splice it out? Time, yeah, yeah, like? and I'll just cut <laughs> cut
0: everything together. Yeah. Uh, starting with Dennis. Oh. Dennis, why don't you tell us um, how you got into improv?
3: Well. I got in problem.
0: your most uh, I'm trying to preposterous. Be... So I got a mo- radio
3: voice, please. So I have a monotone. It's a gift and a curse and when I'm trying to convey emotion so people don't think I'm not excited. I try to animate my voice and it sounds really weird and I hate when I do it, so I'm sorry. but
0: I thought you were going in there. That's how you got into improv. <laughs> but I, that, yeah, you're, that you're just explaining your... Scenario. So, well. yeah, yeah. For my job,
3: I needed not have a monotone, so I thought improv would no, no. help. <laughs> I uh, actually broke up with a lady, and then I was lonely, and mm-hmm. I wasn't making any friends, because mm. I'm a big dummy head. <laughs> improv equals women. Ladies! Yeah. yeah. Well, and I always wanted to do it. I lived in New York for two years, and I always went to UCB whenever I had a free second. And I was like, you know, this kind of gets on my bucket list. So I'm like, I'm going to try it, see if I could do it. And mm-hmm. It was awesome. I had Double M for my... That's Mike Marbeck. For my... Yeah. Uh, I thought it was Marley
0: Matlin. Yeah.
3: I, I
1: knew
0: they'd Marilyn be Manson. Yeah. yeah. So Marilyn
3: Monroe. So many
1: M&Ms. Yeah. Or M&M. Yeah. Ooh, Marshall yeah, Mathers. Yeah. It's good one. What was
2: oh, that...
0: Just, Wait, did you just have a breakthrough? I just, that's why he's having <laughs> yeah. I just—I literally just you realized that. Just had a breakthrough. Yeah. That's, wow. You're. you're
2: not,
1: that's, you're not see, very OG. No. Getting close, changing Eminem's lives. He's not OG yeah. though.
2: He, I feel like he's NG. NG. Or M,
3: like middle G. I think OG is kind of like a state of mind rather than literally like, being chron-
2: old. Chronologically speaking, yeah. in rap. What is OG? History? Original Gangster? Oh, right, yeah, 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 I knew that. Ah, no, you just, just, yeah. no, I did know that. Breakthroughs, left and right. <laughs> oh,
0: no, I knew that. <laughs> and I know who Questlove is, Rob Banowitz. <laughs>
3: um, so, yeah, so, joined, I had you for 101, and then our
0: group gelled pretty nice. What, you were um, on. in 101, uh, was there any, any moment where you felt like you had found something you want to do?
3: Oh, yeah. It's the first time I got made people laugh. I was like, oh, yeah.
0: It's awesome. So first class? Yeah. <laughs> in, in the first warm-up? Yeah. When I was introducing myself, I knew that's where I should be. Um, yeah.
3: Because so, I'm <clears throat> like everyone. I like making people laugh. And it's even better when it's on purpose.
0: So. Yeah. All right. Dan. Good job. Jack Quet. I did. It. How yeah. did you uh, find uh, your way to uh to improv? To improv. Uh i I moved to Philly like eighteen months ago, I guess. Is that right? Wow.
2: Yeah. Uh and uh my now wife was already here. Ellen. Ellen. Quali. Quali. Well no longer. Query. Jaquette. Q Jaquette. Jaquali. Jaquali. We got married. Jaquali. Now we're now we're a, lot Q's yeah. a lot of cues in there uh, a lot of cues yeah so she was already here and had started uh, doing improv again she did improv in college okay um, and then she did it as a way I think to meet people and to do a thing um, and I came and saw her 201 show which these fine fellows were also in um, not Mike
0: no I'm not a fine fellow <sighs> I was in it but I was not a fine yeah. fellow
2: and I said, that looks like fun. And I also want to meet people and not be alone. <laughs> um, so I signed up for a class. we got
0: a commercial brewing. Yeah. <laughs> Are you lonely? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just break up with a lady? <laughs> yeah. You want to meet more? Sad bit. Sad.
3: Uh,
2: with <laughs> <tri-bone>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I took that first class. Uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, I think, like, sort of like Dennis is saying, I think probably most people that were getting into improv because they liked to be funny had already like I spent my whole life being funny but I, you know but I didn't really realize like this was when I started to learn to be funny
3: yeah
2: you know yeah like I remember I had a moment in college where I was like I literally care more about entertaining people during this presentation than educating them. So I was like, well, I gotta get my lines right. Like, I gotta get some good jokes For in delivery. this. Delivery, some zingers. Yeah, and ah. I like, plan that out. I said, I'm like, eh, deliver some information, but it was like, if I can get a good couple laugh lines, like, I feel like I had succeeded in the presentation regardless of if anybody learned anything or not.
0: Is there any presentations that you've done that you remember specifically thinking that?
2: Uh. Yeah. so I went to <clears throat> I got a master's degree in library studies. Whoa! I don't want to the bomb I don't that. know. <laughs> I don't know if we can
0: <laughs> we can continue this podcast. Yeah. Uh, or maybe we got to switch seats. Yeah. But uh
2: it's pretty it's not too I don't want to I don't want to talk bad about it, but not too challenging of a program. Um,
0: all master's program. But
2: yeah. <laughs> but I gave a presentation on uh, Wolfram Alpha. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. I'm, I'm familiar, with, <laughs> familiar with Wolfram born. and Hart. Uh, so, <laughs> Wolfram, <laughs> Wolfram <laughs> Alpha started <laughs> by a famous mathematician. They put Kevin to sleep. Uh, famous mathematician? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Oh. Wolfram. Uh, Wolfram and Hart. Yeah. It's from uh, Angel. Anyway, my example is like using the tool is like, how can I make these as funny as possible? Because the rest of it was just sort of a throwaway. Um, yeah, and then I... I definitely like like that but even leading up to that i worked at a summer camp um and i think that's sort of where i started to really go more off the cuff because you had to do a lot of like skits with the kids and like presentation type things but i didn't didn't really plan it out so like did a good job of sort of getting me out of my shell a little bit it i definitely am still but much more like in high school and stuff super like awkward and quiet and still don't really like talking to people yeah they um, just high-fived yeah, just? you can hear that right
1: okay kevin <laughs> it's funny i i would actually attribute my beginnings of comedy to summer camp as well i was a summer camp counselor as was i at, at a oh, boy scout camp uh, were you dennis
3: only participant uh, odd
1: oh, uh, man, man out man. i'm wait, sorry wait. continue no it's cool we, uh, no, we took a lot of pride in our uh, our campfires. You know, we had an opening and closing campfire where we'd do sketches oh, and so on. Oh, yeah, and so hot. So hot. Town oh, fires? yeah, no, yeah. they would... We would build them up really high, Put too. It was, on there. it was dangerous. Yeah. Big pride of Camp Roosevelt. Camp <laughs> Roosevelt? <laughs> Roosevelt Scout Reservation.
0: Okay.
1: Many a good summer there. Okay, um, okay. So, yeah, that's, that's where I say my roots of comedy were... Um, I had a big setback in fifth grade. I tried out for the part of Cowardly Lion. Did not,
0: did not get it. How could you not get that? You're, that's like the <laughs> role you're born. Did to you play. have the beard in fifth grade? No, I didn't. Oh, Believe it good. or not, I did didn't not always have this Lydon. beard.
1: But. Uh, I, I ended up playing Lewis or Clark. I'm not sure I don't remember who.
0: Wait, how was what, <laughs> what do kind of I play was it? Oh it was it was
1: it was like one of those things where it's like the whole grade, like all of fifth grade yeah. was in play. <laughs> we did that in grade. And you were grade. giving a presentation, like yeah. it was like the but the, the characters from the Wizard of Oz were the ones that were like sewing it together and like, Oh look, it's Cleopatra come in from the Nile
0: Are you sure this wasn't one of your dreams? Like it, on the last day of class. It haunts me. Yeah. But. Well, I did this similar
2: thing where in sixth grade we had the whole school play. Yeah. And I had to lead off the play as Walt Disney. And that was our sort of theme.
0: <laughs> I drew a little penciled mustache yeah, on. Worked in some racism jokes.
1: I always like to list on my acting resume, like, third grade, the king and I. One of the children. (laughs) This is like, there's like all of the second grade class. You are the children. This is the fourth grade play. Um, But uh, in college, I did I did uh, I did theater and some drama. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun
0: with uh,
1: my theater friends in college.
0: What are some some of the plays that you've done?
1: Uh, One of my favorite shows was Noises Off. Oh, love it. I was I was Selston, the burglar. And it was it was a really really fun show and the characters no bars
0: no burglar alarms <laughs> yeah it's great sardines
1: uh, yeah it was it was, that was a very typecast show like they're like alcoholic you and I'm like what no. high school yeah, college oh. and then because uh, the character was always like disappearing and they were like he's getting drunk somewhere and then one night my friends came and kidnapped me from the from rehearsal. To go to the bar. The bar? Forcibly kidnapped me. Park Tavern. That was the okay. bar we went to. Um, and then I Shout think... Shout
0: out to Park Tavern yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> if you head I mean, on over. Yeah. Where's it at?
1: It's one of those bars that doesn't have a sign. It's just like a wooden building that you wouldn't know is a bar unless you knew
0: it was a bar. It's just somebody's house. It was yeah. It was actually... <laughs> is
3: there something you want to tell us? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they touched me there. Oh
0: my god. Oh. Go.
3: What? So, what's the rating of this podcast? Like, if you had to give it a, and what M R A A
0: so far? Oh, like the. Yeah. Oh, can we swear? You can yeah. say whatever you want. Okay. I love Go you. ahead. What do you got? What, give me your worst. So. Fuck. That was. You're just gonna blow. You're gonna yeah. blow people's ears out. Someone out. said "dick bag" the other
3: day. That made me laugh. Just Dude. generally in your yeah. life, someone, someone said, said it. "dick bag." I was like, <laughs>
2: uh, "That's a good one." All right, you sorry. guys,
1: I haven't gotten to the part where I get the fit.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, I gave a condensed version. I want to go back to fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I hated fifth grade. That was my worst Hello. year. I was just talking about this the other day. With, we'll,
0: with well, bring it up now. The podcast. <laughs> uh,
2: I, uh, I was just thinking, what did Dan do in fifth grade? Yeah. I'm glad you asked that. I don't
0: imagine you looking much different.
2: Uh, I did not have a beard. You didn't not. Didn't did not. So you did. Ooh. I didn't have a beard. I actually looked really. I looked really different. Uh, reaching for Ellen, me. I was trying to find if I had another ID. Ellen found my old passport and just started laughing at me the other day. Oh God! If I had my
1: passport picture, you guys would love it. I'd look like a terrorist. Really? I had, uh, my beard was un- it was it was yeah. scraggly and big, but I was also hung over when I was when I had my passport picture taken. Are
3: you, are you guys smilers or do you guys stern lookers in your pictures? Like with your driver's
2: license, <coughs> and your passport. I'm more of a smirker. I try, yeah, I try to be a, a slight smile. Although they, yeah. I feel like my first driver's license, they totally fucked me on because they was like, "All right, take your glasses off, uh, put your chin down, and then look up." So I have this really like weird like small child eager <laughs> look going on.
3: Like you're like you're asking for it. Yeah,
2: like really demure.
3: Like when I was in high school, I took a picture. of these bottle, like, kit bottle cap glasses and like real nerdy picture and I had my collar up and I was making a goofy face and I got so many tickets <laughs> and I was researching it and you're supposed to like someone said if you're a dude you're supposed to look stern like chicks should wear like you know like broads <laughs> should wear like lipstick and like look good and guys should look tough because the cops will respect it more and I took a stern one and I've gotten less tickets you get like a face tattoo for your next one so, so he's I should not have done idiot. the the rock and roll fingers. <laughs> no, <laughs> and not... <and my, laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, he's going back. He's like this this asshole. Oh, I'm man. totally giving him I'm a gonna ticket. going to find this guy. Give yeah. him the no, ticket. Rock <laughs> and roll fingers. I'm gonna give him two
1: tickets. A buddy of mine had a friend at the DMV, and he took a picture where he looks like a crazy person. Like he's got his like he's got like, bug eyes, and he looks like he's screaming. And that's his driver's license photo
2: ask it comic old okay, find so. out
0: his his ticket ratio yeah, yeah. Uh, i would like to see some stats on this yeah, yeah. theory questions question yeah okay uh so that's how you kind of got into improv mm. what's kept you here uh it's like proximity <laughs> <laughs> convenience <laughs> my I job to go.
3: dennis uh well i do live in Philadelphia, so that it doesn't hurt. Um, but I keep... Uh, um, I'm trying to... Well, I guess I'll stay. why, why you're still doing improv, right? Not why you're doing improv in Philadelphia.
0: Right, why um, are you in improv in general? Yeah. Because, you know, as, as an instructor, I know very well that a lot of people drop off. Um, so, yeah, I'm just yeah. curious uh, so sometimes what keeps people doing it. I think I'm a
3: pretty driven person, and anything I do, I like to do the, the best I can at it. And, you know, I went from... Making, you know, because in my field, my profession, there's a lot of nerds. They're easy to make laugh. The the worst. Nerds. You just make a different voice and they're laughing, you know. So they're super easy to make laugh. And then, uh, uh, like, comedy people. I feel like a lot of the improv stuff is, like, comedy people. And my next goal is I want to make, like, pain. Audience members. I want to make them laugh consistently. So that's like my next goal. Is try to find
0: you are kind of doing that. Well, now. I, I am, but
3: like I feel like sometimes I fall short. Like me being personal myself, this fall short. Making people that are paying laugh consistently. So I'm just trying
0: to get. What do you What are you saying? Falls short.
3: Well, I feel like you know I'm still learning what's what's funny or not. But mm-hmm. Like before, like I can do the gimmicky, like goofy characters, and that's. I found that that's funny for like, you know, like 20 seconds. But then, you do you remember that one scene, Kevin? Uh, we were playing Taboo, and I did this character that was like screaming. Like, I was brand new, it was screaming at the top of my lungs. And like, this high pitched thing, it was just cutting my throat, and people were laughing, but then. After about twenty or thirty seconds, like I couldn't, I couldn't even talk. I couldn't do it anymore. It became terribly not funny. You know, that stuff like that. You just learn what's funny or not. And I'm just, I guess, I'm just trying to get as best as I can at comedian, just because that's my personality. Get some more type.
0: substance to it.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to play a little more grounded. Try to not be the wacky character, but be the guy that notices subtleties that are funny. Like, oh, mm-hmm. huh, that's, that's odd why he did that and, like, poking at that. Yeah, well, tra- I mean, that's,
0: that's good. I mean, the, the subtleties Yeah. are the, the specifics of everything. And character, I, I was saying that character can be a band-aid to a lot of problems that an, as an improv scene might otherwise have. So it can make it really fun, maybe for 20 seconds, maybe even two minutes, um, but you want those specifics yeah. in there, um, so it's more like um, smoke and mirrors.
3: Yeah, and I feel like the other thing is that Like I found with me with my improv trajectory is it it cuts through layers. So like the first little bit you're in it, you know, you get all the the poop jokes, all <laughs> the the blue comedy, you get all that out of your system, and you're like, okay, what else is under there? And you dig a little bit deeper, and you get a you know some other stuff, and you get deeper, and then. Um, yeah, I like that. That I'm just getting deeper and deeper into it, and mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool. Pretty Dan. cool, getting
0: deep. What's uh? What's, uh, what's kept keep, what's what's kept you in improv? Not in improv. not, not, not Philadelphia. Philly. Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> such a such a loaded tone in that <laughs> <laughs> uh, Loaded I, tone. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm. what's kept
2: It's just fun. Uh, I mean, uh, since I since I'm such a recent move to Philly. Um, I made move some from. friends that moved to yeah. I made some friends at work and stuff, but like most of my friends are the in the comedy community. So it's like not only like a fun activity to do, but it's like you get to hang out with your friends. It's
0: a like, social club. Yeah, big time. Uh, which is it's a, a tong. It's
2: like a, a what? A tong? <laughs> like a salad
0: tong? Isn't it what they call them like in in Throng? Chinatown and different things like that? Like the like Chinese the social clubs aren't they called tongs? That's not like salad. terribly. Ridiculous. That sounds racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
3: something your dad told you when you were little. and You just took it to heart, and then you just realized later. <laughs> I mean, oh, Tommy! <laughs> my 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 dad my dad
1: used to tell me that uh, what what I now know as athlete's foot it was the tiny the. Chinese toe rot <laughs> nice it was oh. like you can't sleep with your socks on son you'll get the Chinese toe <laughs> rot
2: a little casual, casual racism my dad yeah. grew up in Hawaii and they the saying there when you like you put your car in neutral to save gas I I learned it as Jewish overdrive <laughs> oh but in, in
0: Hawaii it's Chinese
2: overdrive <laughs> that's, that's, uh... Uh, any see.
0: other races we can turn off to the Get yeah. Close podcast the yeah, up there. yeah. I would yeah, I just say it. My right. Indiana I,
3: advice is more pointed, <laughs> so I'm not even going
1: to say that. Sorry, Charles Rosen.
2: Charles yeah. Rosen. He's not Chinese. <laughs> not I get my races mixed up. Yeah, uh,
1: right.
2: yeah but just good. it's fun. I've I stayed with it. Um, I had a, similar to these two guys, I had a, a really good group of people that moved through the levels with it, who eventually formed uh, another group, Bed Savage. Which I was a member of, but I'm not anymore, because I'm moving away from Philadelphia.
0: Hmm. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a boop. That's what that was. Uh, burp, but yeah, just burp.
2: like, and it was exciting to be like, hey, you take the next class, yeah, we'll all get to see each other, you get to hang out, and you get to just screw around for a couple hours. Um, but then, I don't know, it's good to, it definitely is very fulfilling to like, Anything you do, it's a feeling to do something well. And performing, uh, you get that sort of immediate feedback, you know? Like, you go up there and, yeah. like, you're doing a thing and you have these mm. tools and you're accomplishing the goal. Yeah, it either flies or it doesn't fly. Yeah, maybe. and, like, you can, you know, de- a definite measure of success is audience reaction. It's not the only measure. Like, sometimes, I mean, we've had shows that we really liked and the audience didn't, and that still feels good. But, you know, it's, it's good to... Succeed in anything, and I felt here pretty successful with Beardo and other groups, like getting fairly consistently good reactions. I well, mean, we definitely had some bombers of shows, but that's not true. That's <laughs> true. So, all those shows have been amazing. Killed all of them. Yeah, but yeah. It's good. To, it's good to blow it out, hang out, bro, bro, out <laughs> your bros. Yeah, man. For,
3: for a right, with your bros. Yeah, we do um, chest bumps before yeah, every uh, ch- meeting. Uh,
2: chest bumps and yeah. beard, beard. Beard shapes. Beard, masculine famines. bumps. All right, Kevin, bumps. what has,
0: uh, kept you in the prob? <laughs> <laughs> the prob. <laughs> the,
2: bro, that's what we call it in the biz. Yeah. <laughs> you, bra- you braving tonight? In the
0: biz is what we call it in the business. <laughs> uh... Uh,
1: I don't feel like I'm good at a lot of things, but Uh, I feel like, I feel like I'm good at (laughs) this, or I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of fun,
3: and, uh, and I, so you're bad with real world, but good with pretend time.
1: Yeah, uh, I can pretend like nobody's business. Improv is your second life. (laughs) Um, improv has been, I, I, I haven't really been able to dedicate myself to things at in my life like I have with improv. Like uh, I have a friend of mine who, I'm I'm looking at going to nursing school soon and uh, my friend said to me, if you can dedicate your time to school like you do to improv, I don't have any doubt that you'll do well.
2: Yeah.
1: So like so, hey,
2: it's fun. School's
0: was... Yeah that's true. <laughs> Down with homework. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I don't know you can yes. not do it. No, you yeah, should do not do it. Yeah, I yeah. should just
1: quit everything but improv. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, you'll make yeah, the, the money. Let's get you involved in <laughs> as many things that don't pay as possible. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it's it's something that I it's something that I can't stop. Really, is what I feel like. Like I don't know. I don't know. It would be really weird if I wasn't uh, hanging out with my friends and also like trying to improve. Like I've been doing improv in Philly for. A year and a half, maybe a little bit more than that, since the last October. I don't know why you're looking at me. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I was looking at Dennis in that sentence. Yes, um, it's
2: been a year and a half, Kevin. <laughs> since <laughs> well, October. Well,
1: in Philly, I've been doing it since our 201 class where I met Iron Long, and uh, I just haven't wanted to stop since then. It's been something that has uh, fueled fueled my, uh, my desire to just get out and do stuff. I was living with my folks before then. It was a dark time. I was eating lunch meat. Was it,
3: though? It was not with lunch meat. I feel like... No, it wasn't dark at I would all. love to live with my parents again. <laughs> right? I, was, I, was, yeah.
1: I was being facetious. It,
0: my parents are great. Well,
3: yeah, there's a sigma to it, but I would love to live with my parents. Oh, yeah. <clears throat>
0: yeah, I wish my parents... Uh, I wish my mom was in town. I'd, oh, I'd live yeah. there in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Cook for me all the time. Dote on me. Yeah.
0: Didn't Doting. Mm-hmm. Pay yeah. pay some stipend for, for board or whatever. Shit. Yeah. And what what about lunch meat? What's wrong with lunch meat?
1: I, I was that whole sentence was uh, just. I was joking. there's something no, wrong with
0: okay. plain lunch
2: meat though. I envision just like like you open the fridge and you get mm, the package and you're just like give me meat. some
0: ham yeah. I, in my mouth. I come home drunk sometimes, and that's exactly what I do. Is well, I pull out between, the ham I pull out the, the your, your, your drunken no.
2: eating habits and your <laughs> yeah. consistent life you know like if you <laughs> not with me <laughs> ooh sorry. not with Ma, I mean. yeah
0: <laughs> you, one of you had brought up um, oh I think it was you you had said some some bad shows or one of you had said some bad shows oh, which Dennis has agreed with yeah jokingly. I said we had bad shows um, <laughs> we don't talk about those <laughs> I don't think I've seen them um, yeah, of our shows, to be fair. That is bogus. Yeah, it is bogus. That is absolutely bogus. Uh, because I feel that I'm one of the most consistently attending <laughs> coaches in the city of Philadelphia. Wow. Hold on, Marvok, I got a soapbox over here for <laughs> you. Uh, you missed my first show in Beardo. Yeah. Ooh. I think I was in practice or something. Mm-hmm. Something was, better was happening. I don't
2: know. You had a show, I think.
0: Seriously, though. Um, You're great. Thanks.
1: Wait, what was our first Beardo show to go? That was at O'Neill's? O'Neill's. I almost
2: yeah. got my head taken yeah. off by a fan.
1: That's right. You were on my By shoulders. a Beardo fan.
2: A Beardo <laughs> <Wow>, crazy Beardo <laughs> fan. I love you!
0: By a, a ceiling fan?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> I jumped on Kevin's back because I was a tumor.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, like a tumor. Oh, the tumor a, a Hair turmer. Hair turmer. Hair termer.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I sprouted out of uh, Kevin's head. Sure. And, yeah, got real close. Like I female. guess that was close. I didn't.
3: Feel no, close. you were close. I remember because I was a, the third in that scene, and I was looking at Ellen, now your wife's face. My wife. And she was <laughs> pale and just like staring at the fan. She was not laughing.
2: Yeah, she fought the fan afterwards.
0: She fought the fan, uh, and the fan won. Like <laughs> she could take a fan. She's tough. Yeah, pretty tough. sure. Yeah. She could flip a switch um you are so you mentioned bad slash good um (laughs) what about beardo shows what what is there a show that sticks out in each of your minds unanimously that you feel was terrible
2: oh uh i feel like our well i'll go i'll go first our Mm -hmm. our fifth show i think was a little rough remember that was one that i was fifth Yeah, Philly oh, Philly Impro Festival.
0: Impro Festival. That was oh, a very yeah. that was a last
2: minute yeah. thing. Nothing think, against right? the festival, but our I think I don't know I don't know if it was like a different stage or. Mm.
1: Well, we got the we got the email like that day.
2: Yeah,
1: they're like, can you do a show? We had somebody drop out. And we're like, yeah, we'll we'll do a show, sure. Yeah. And then it was you know it was not a crowd that was receptive to us. I don't know what else to say about That it. might have been... I feel like that was maybe our first
2: show where it didn't... It wasn't like, oh, that was fun. Like, that was yeah, kind of our first one. I, yeah.
0: I think we've had... I feel like we are trying a lot. <clears throat> yeah. It's a very uh, PC way to, to say it. If someone asks you, how was your show? Well, the crowd was not very receptive <laughs> to us. <laughs> we obviously did a great job. Uh, they, they didn't were. like our brand. <laughs> but
2: I think we've actually gotten better about being okay with those shows that are like don't seem to get as good a reaction and don't feel as good and like being like you can be amused at your improv because it's good and you can also be amused because it's bad. I feel like we've done a good job at accepting when things don't go well and still like having fun with that and being like like just living in that moment of like what we had either these moments were good or like that was terrible right guys and like you know Just enjoying that, because I think you can enjoy your failures as much as your successes.
0: Well, one of our favorite failures came into practice. That's true. And it's now used to describe when things aren't going well. (laughs) (laughs) And I used that that tonight, that two-word phrase, together. Jungle butter. Uh, Could you explain what jungle butter means? Well, we did one scene where we're at bars of a
3: cage and uh we're, we established we're at bars of a cage and someone said let's get out of here and someone goes look rubber rubber cage bars and we just <laughs> opened them up and then we just walked through them and you're just laughing you're like cut cut let's do that same scene again but different <laughs> so and so we did it again like oh look we're stuck in cages and like oh look we can get through it, it's slippery. And then Dad said, oh, jungle butter.
2: <laughs> and then we just started all chanting, jungle butter, jungle butter. butter. Yeah. Jungle <laughs> butter.
3: <laughs> so you did the exact, almost worse than what you were trying us <laughs> not to do. Yeah. yeah, instead of
1: making things worse as you tend to do in improv to make it interesting, we just solved
2: our problems. <laughs> so <laughs> immediately. Oh, okay. And then, and then talked about what we were going to do later, which involved getting <laughs> yeah. some jungle butter. Yeah, yeah. Back so in was... our native jungle home.
0: Get, getting jungle butter, yeah. So whenever there's a scene or a show, like the, like the practice tonight, my note was that eh, the whole thing for the most part was a little jungle buttery. Yeah. Um, all right, what about the what was each of? Maybe it doesn't have to be unanimous, uh, but what was your favorite Beardo show?
1: Um, actually, I think my favorite one was the most recent one that we did at Connie's Rickrack. That uh, the night
0: of too much improv.
1: Yeah, Rob Gentili's. Uh, Connie's show, which is awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, first Tuesday of the
2: month, Connie's Rick Rack.
0: tell you, first market. Tuesday of the month, Connie's Rick Rack.
2: Well, Go I check it out. Deal-
0: and we're back. <laughs> yeah, uh, that one was
1: my favorite. It was only a 15 minute set, but uh, I just felt like we were really on, really on point. Like we didn't let any. There were no. There was no dead space, and we did our transitions well, and just everything. Everything felt good. Yeah. That was my favorite show. As
0: is the case for most shows of teams that I coach, I was there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I can say, yeah, that was uh, everything came together for that show. Uh, the transitions that were there, which uh, actually maybe we'll talk about those in a minute. Uh, the relationships, the fun, the energy that we've worked uh getting to eat with you guys was there everything was there it was a really that, really really fun show that
2: show also had a, m- <clears throat> a moment that is a little more rare for us like generally our energy is, is very high energy like short kind of crazy scenes and we don't often sort of just live in the moment and the very end of that show was like this really slow moment where Dennis killed us both <laughs> <laughs> cuz he was a terrible father yeah. um but we just sort of very, Kevin and I very slowly slumped down, and it was, I think, earlier in our shows, we would have been like, all oh, right, they killed us, that's the moment, and, like, jumped up and, like, run around and tried to get out of cages or whatever. Um, <laughs> so this one, it was, like, a good, like, 20, 30 seconds of just, like, a slow slump and then just lying on the ground and, like, really sitting in that moment of um, both, like, it's ridiculous that it killed us, but also, like, at the same time, it was, like, kind of sad as well and it like was not just crazy emotional but also had some yeah. and then i licked a saucer of milk yeah and then we got a good glass <laughs> <laughs> of wine. Yeah, naturally, naturally. <laughs> yeah. yeah so that was good yeah i i don't remember our shows very well or anything in my life uh terrible memory but that show was really good
0: all right uh, so uh i think we were on dennis Good show
3: All right, best show, I don't know, I feel like all our shows have moments. I like the one where, I think it might have been our first one, where uh, Kevin was a stripper and he pulled out an object and he didn't name it yet, and then I named it a pop-up book. Oh
2: yeah.
3: And then we had a, like, it was still grounded, but we were having a scene about an Aladdin pop-up book. Yeah. And he was a stripper. I don't know. It was it was silly, but I I liked it. That was that one made me laugh.
2: Yeah, that was a really good moment cuz it, it could have been really just like standard like obviously I think he was thinking of pulling out like a knife or a gun or something threatening. It was like, "Oh no, a pop-up book." And then we all sort of froze like trying to figure out where to go from that. And then it became about Trying to get Kevin to reenact Aladdin because that's what we decided the book was. Yeah. I think that that show ended with like us just really sticking it to you, like, yeah, no, do your Robin Williams impression from Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. That's our favorite.
1: I'm terrible at doing impressions on call, yeah. on command.
2: Yeah, it's, it was a admirable effort. That's
1: pretty good. I had a I had an Iron Lung show where I was playing Kermit the Frog. Somebody named me Kermit the Frog, and I just I could not do it. For the life of me. I have a cousin who sounds exactly like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Maybe he is. Has his
0: regular voice?
1: Yeah. His name is uh, Tom. Tom Grattan. Sounds like Holmes. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, guys. I uh, just watched so, that uh, uh, Being Elmo movie. It was <laughs> pretty good. Speaking of Muppets.
1: Yeah. I heard he's a dick.
0: The Being Elmo guy? Or, yeah. or Elmo?
1: Yeah. Elmo too. I'm sorry to no, there both. was. <laughs> I feel
0: like
2: they could have. Uh, I feel like that movie could have been framed differently, where the the puppeteer guy was Elmo, like they could have put him in a light of being like emotionally unstable. Because I feel like there's a little window of like him only being able to operate in life as Elmo. I don't
0: know. Maybe that was me reading into it. But <laughs> podcast is getting a little jungle buttery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we talk about good shows. We talk about bad shows uh what would you say separates beardo from other improv teams
2: No, well, we have a hundred percent beard ratio
0: yeah that's that's true yeah
2: that's a good point um i think our form's a little different we've been i don't know playing a bit more with organic transitions uh, <laughs> Right,
0: you need an opening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't stop on my account. But, well, I mean, you talked about yeah. a couple of things. Uh, the the energy of the of the show. I talked about the energy of the show earlier. The the, the dynamic that you guys have with one another uh, is is different. Uh, what would you say that is? Well,
1: anyway. I think I don't know something that just makes Beardo special for me. <clears throat> is uh, it just this real sense of like jumping and knowing that there's a net under you, like whatever. I feel like whatever I do on stage, these these guys are gonna make sense of it.
2: I think and it's vice like, versa. Point. Like, yeah, we had a show at uh, somewhere. I think at Latage. I want to say, but. It was the kind of show where I think all of us were just like going full bore at everything, and none of us like. Oftentimes, if you if you do that, if you go too strongly, you can bury other people in your group, and that's not a, that's not a good thing to do. Mike just we're eating pizza, and Mike just took a new piece while he still had a piece left. He is a I'm, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm, tra- I'm You guys can pay
1: me a pizza. <laughs> all the pizza.
0: Wait, it, the part you didn't say was that I was really surprised <laughs> that, that there was already Wait, pizza. Who got this happy piece of pizza? The pizza fairy. I've been all a right. good boy.
2: Go ahead. Um, I think we're all just like going full bore. And sometimes you can bury your teammates when you do that, and just be the guy who's always like kicking down doors and yelling at everybody. And but that show, it still managed to come together, and we were all still on the same page. And no one—I didn't think anybody's team to stand out anymore. We all just sort of rose to that level and um, went with it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
3: think we we. Do a nice job, sometimes not nice job of that fine line between uh, being going to Crazy Town, you know, taking the express train to Crazy Town versus Woo-hoo. taking local, you know. Yeah. Uh,
0: we do, and that's what we've been working on the last few months. Yeah. Is taking the taking the local.
3: Yeah. The, uh, cause we all I think our unique energy is where we think differently we present these abstract ideas and then we try to figure out how to ground them a lot of times I'd say rarely do we do a scene where we are we're starting from a a grounded scene like I'm just getting some cereal out of the cupboard mm-hmm. and then see what happens usually because of our transitions we're doing something that's eccentric and then we justify it just yeah based on the, the format that we, we go by.
0: Now, let's, let's talk about the transitions a second. Um, you guys came to me and said that you wanted to do organic transitions. What, what were you thinking when you said that? If I can so back, back this up. What, what were up? you
2: thinking? I don't remember that. If I,
1: <laughs> I want to I I address something that probably a lot of people don't know about Beardo is that I originally started... As just Dennis and I, because Dennis and I had concocted this really uh, elaborate oh form that we wanted to do. First, we were, we were going to call our group uh, Count Bacula. Bacula. <laughs> Count Bacula. As in Scott Bacula, and we were going to do an
3: improvised. Quantum leaf. Quantum Leap. <laughs> Where. I think. I still I, want to do it. <laughs> yeah every every show would be one of us solving problems, and the other one being, yeah, yeah, trying to figure out what body we're inhabiting, but then just like the old the old adage, like too much structure is you know detrimental. It was terrible. We'd practice it a few times, like, this is awful.
1: So, uh, yeah, then we came to Mike and we said we wanted to do something more. Organic. Yeah. Well, we just said we just decided we wanted to find what was fun
3: before we started looking for a form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will say I was. We asked Mike to to coach us, and I feel like this is my perspective, just because probably I was self conscious and like, I'm like, oh, we're just starting out. He's not gonna want to coach us. So we asked you, and you're like, all right, <laughs> I guess we'll watch you. And I remember him watching us our first practice, and it was you know, we're just learning to do like really long two person scenes and I was just like, this is awful. There's no way he's gonna want to, there's no way he's gonna want to coach us. No way. And then I feel like we did a show right after that that actually pretty went well and I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, he saw that, he's like, alright, I guess they're okay. I guess they're okay. (laughs) But Um, I remember being very self-conscious be like, oh, we're bombing. He's not gonna want to coach us.
0: Well, I'm, I'm very selective, sure. Uh, I've been really lucky with the, the teams that I've coached. Uh, you were literally li-
3: selective for Asteroid. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, literally,
0: yeah. Uh, you picked them. I picked each, each person <laughs> specifically for different reasons, as I've said many times. Uh, and Beardo, I've been asked to coach teams uh, several times over the last uh, couple years that I've been here. The first team was Leo Callahan. Which is not, no longer around, but they were fantastic, awesome. Then it was Asteroid, and then it was uh, then it was Beardo, and all three teams have been fucking kick-ass teams. Not necessarily because of me. I, I did what I could to to help, but each per each time I took on, I I would watch a practice or two, uh, sit in, and then see if there's something there and something I can add, something that I can help with. Uh, and what I saw in U2. Uh, was exactly that, something something I can add, something I can help with, but there was already something something there. Um, whereas if it didn't have something there, I w I I don't feel that I would have been able to to put it. Put it there. Um, I definitely felt like I was trying out. We
3: were trying out. Like I'm like I think I even said Kevin, I'm like Kevin. We need a good practice. <laughs> we need to, Don't fuck this up. We need, <laughs> we need to get the my combat on our side.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, knew, I knew I was
3: good. Oh! The- <laughs> 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 we lose the listeners. But, yeah. And so I think that's like a... So then me and Kevin did, like... I don't know, how many shows did we do together? Maybe two or
0: three. Two or like three. That.
3: Oh, is that it? It was, like... Yeah,
0: it was at oh. least three, but I think it was more. Yeah, we did we some good stuff, was, and we
3: were, like, gradually building, but I feel like what we wanted, <clears> we... Uh, we we wanted to do something that was more than just two people, and then we started hanging out with this guy who I'm putting in a Dan jacket.
0: Jack, and, Jack quit.
3: Yeah, uh,
2: Yeah, and because uh, my wife, my wife,
0: and my wife is is a, in
2: Iron Lung with you guys, so that's my connection. She, know. by the way, is responsible for everything in my comedic life. She set <laughs> she set us up on an improv date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No,
3: uh, we were hanging out with them, and I'm like this this guy is. Got the same sense of humor as us. extremely funny. And I don't think I even saw you improvise. And I remember telling Kevin, I'm like, we need to get Dan on our team. We need to get him. This guy's
0: solid. Is this during me having you in 301 or before? But I, I think I, your 301 predates your involvement in Beardo by a bit. Because Dennis and know. Kevin had both talked to me about the possibility of adding you. Ah, uh, and you were like, uh, no. To which I said, well, He's terrible. It's ten more bucks a week. <laughs> 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 add, add as many people as you want. <laughs> more cheddar. <laughs> stack that cheese. Um, yeah. To which I, I said, you know, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a lot of fun. Uh, I think he'd be a I think he'd be a, a fun fun fit. Um, and I was I was short selling, underselling a bit um, because. I was I was good with them being a duo, yeah. having a trio. I was worried that that would mess up my contribution uh, from what from what I understood it to be, which was just you know what I could add. So then bringing in somebody else in the middle was kind of um, kind of changing things up for me as a, as a coach. That was like too <laughs> threatening.
2: Like, my skill <laughs> yeah, level was too Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Too exactly, exactly,
0: that. I was threatened. <laughs> uh, so how yeah. am I going to work in work in this guy? Uh, so it was. Just uh, it, it actually kinda of worked itself out because you are a very good fit between the two the the types that these two tend tend to play. Right. Um and that, that, I learned that pretty pretty fast and then I just started kinda of tweaking some stuff and working with that and bada bing bada boom. Bada boom. What yeah. types are we? <laughs> uh that would would have been my next question. Oh. Uh what if you could describe yourself as a as a, as a piece of Beardo, as three pieces of, of, of beard, how would you describe your Sengual. piece? <laughs> <laughs> like the, are you talking about, like, one of
2: us is the mustache? Types of player. One of us well, is the types sideburns? Types of, of, of player. Overall type. You didn't let me soul finish my job. I, I
0: knew where it was going. I call Soul
1: Patch. Right,
3: so I would say... Let, the let me work.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
3: would say that I... So are you talking about those, like, pirate robot crap no
0: i'm just thinking like more physical more mental more more <laughs> goofy
3: crap because yeah. i'm the crap pirate. Yeah. i'm robot the the
0: steamy crap. crap if you want to think pirate ninja robot crap which one are you
3: i feel like i'm always pirate
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I don't pirate like, being the
1: person who comes in with the big bold characters and yeah. just kind of swings in and says like
2: whoa shit's crazy more like a Tarzan. Yeah, that's <laughs> Tarzan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I... I guess I can see what you're saying that in between, because Kevin... I oh, don't I guess I don't want to steal your answer. I think I know what my answer will be. <laughs> I think you do, too. But.
1: Okay.
2: <clears throat> Kevin ends up playing the straight man a lot more uh, often than... I don't know. He should? I, I don't know if that's true. But he, a, a lot, I think. And in part, that's because... Devin.
0: Devin. Dennis. Devin. 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 The fourth member of Beard Up. <gasps> Never quite I seen. i I've been here the whole time. Because <laughs> nice.
2: I think Dennis is, does have really strong characters, and then I, uh, I think I adapt well to other people's energy, uh, part because I can't think for myself. <laughs> You're a um, dummy. You am a dummy. So I can match that, and then... He's got to be the straight man. But no, I, I I could see being in the middle. I don't know. I'm a robot. Hmm. Yeah. An emotionless robot.
3: I think it's interesting, because I feel like, because I work with Kevin and other projects, and uh, he's different in Beardo than in other groups. He's done amazing, like, I guess you'd say Ninja, but he's amazing straight man for a lot of times, and uh, he'll throw out this... Uh, one-liner that'll just kill, like, just like sneaks it in there, so. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like a ninja. Man. Like a ninja. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if you if you're if, since you brought it up, uh, turned into Porky Pig there for a second. But 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 if we're talking pirate ninja robot, uh, pirate, Dennis, Ninja, Kevin, Robot, Dan, Dan, yeah. 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 I've been <laughs> trying to uh, think uh, of those terms, <laughs> in terms of <laughs> classic <laughs>
2: monsters. So I think um pirate is definitely werewolf.
1: Wolfman, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh and then I think ninja is vampire.
1: Yeah, it makes yeah. sense.
2: But I can't think of a good one for robot. Frankenstein. Frankenstein, Are you serious? Are you serious? That's the easiest one. You're, mummy? You're the easiest one. Damn. Mummy, but mummies don't think. The robot thinks it through and analyzes it and yada yada. yada. Mummies are dumb. I guess Frankenstein is Frankenstein's a... monster. Because Frankenstein was the doctor. Right, you didn't have a name. Oh, I hate... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Let me tell you my favorite out. book, Brand Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> oh.
3: Did I tell you? My uh, my friend was opening a, uh, a cigarette shop. What? And he's like trying to think of a name, and I came up with Brand Smoker's tobaccula. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where they didn't use it? Hello,
2: Forbes 500. <laughs> yeah. And it came back as Countback. Yeah. <laughs> How did they not use that? That's incredible. I love puns. Yeah. I think yeah. the puns... Bram smoker's tobacco. Yeah, to <laughs> puns are the hardest hardest working joke in the in the joke realm. Because like you have to put a lot of thought into them and then there's really not much payoff. You're like,
0: oh, oh, oh yeah. The payoff Got is... It. Oh, you get like a negative payoff which is
2: really good the better it is the more people want to punch you in the face (laughs) that reminds me of a joke I would like to hear it not that joke (laughs) Uh, not the electric electric (laughs) I've told that joke multiple times because I love it Uh, for those of
1: you listening at home uh, just ask me about the best joke in the world and I'll tell it to you if you want to type it up
0: I will post it with this like podcast, as supplemental information, or if you want to record it later, <laughs> <laughs> actually, if you want to record it later, this will be it'll be like an extra point two yeah. of the podcast. That'd be good. Uh, Maybe
2: I've got a similar one that's that's pretty good. I can tell too point
0: three of the podcast. Um, we should start a joke cast. Joke cast. Yes. All right. Jungle butter. Um, the transitions. Back to the transitions. Let's transition back to them. Let's transition back to the transitions. Uh, yeah. What made you... Because when you guys came to me with that at first... No. Because it didn't fit. It didn't fit, fit your, your style. Because one thing I, I think I'm good at is finding that fun, finding the, the dynamic. Uh, and that just, didn't, that just wasn't jiving. We've since worked with it to make it work. Um, but what made you guys want to do the organic transition style, which is kind of blowing through the improv community at the moment?
2: I don't remember. Dan didn't get I... a choice. <laughs> <laughs> you were born into this. Okay. Uh, I think.
1: I think we just started doing exercises, and uh, like the way we came to our opening was an organic exercise that you had us doing, where uh, it's the shared story that we speak at the same time and, you know, just build to this, you know, it's it's very it's very difficult, but it's also a lot of fun, whether you pull it off or not. I don't
3: feel like it's difficult. Yeah, I'm pretty good at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my one weakness. No, I feel like the well, first time we did it, you're like, hey, this one exercise is a shared story. It's Work on your organic muscles, and, and we're like, all right. And me and, and you did it. And Corinne was sitting here watching there. We our we did it. Practice. We're like, I was like, all right. Corinne was crying, mm-hmm. laughing, and like, <laughs> we <laughs> just <laughs> butchered that. And then like, Corinne said she could watch it all day. We're like,
2: Aw. all day, you say?
1: So, so that 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 was the birth
0: of our opening. And then uh, so Corinne, well, me having you guys do it, and Corinne enjoying it. Yeah. yeah, I think
1: I think that's Corinne. The by the way, is another foundation. member of Iron Lung. So <laughs> yes, Corinne She's Wells. Corinne Wells, uh, awesome, you know. awesome lady in Iron Lung.
3: I feel like I was more like an analytical, like I- improviser. Like I, and I tend to gravitate toward game. It's always game, 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 for the most part. At least definitely before. So I thought it would be work a different muscle and be cool. To, to work on that. What's yeah. my pros for that? Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, I work... every all, all The three groups I'm in work different improv muscles, I feel like. Um, Iron Lung does an evente which is very relationship-based, and you, you're fleshing out these characters and seeing where they go and where they come from. Uh, Davinger is doing a Herald, so it's it's very game-based and with a bit of the relationship in there, and then Beardo is all just uh, crazy, fun, organic
2: transitions and uh, different, different types, types of shirts. Different That's things. not a thing that separates us. <laughs> we all no, wear different shirts. Yeah, there's a while where we'd always have like one plaid, one striped, and one yeah, plain shirt. We're doing shirt. it right now, yeah, actually. We, you got a plain, <laughs> striped, and, and graphic, graphic. graphic tee. Yeah,
3: we like to represent the different textiles. <laughs> that's the right <laughs> word, textiles. Yeah, that's accurate. I can think. appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, so jumping on that a little bit, trying to follow that. Uh, what, Dennis, for starting with Dennis, would you say, since you're on Hey Rube and you're on Iron Lung, how do you play differently on Beardo? Uh, or do you play differently at all? Uh, yeah, I play differently. Uh, Beardo...
3: I, I've i been, tr- I try to, because it's mostly just two-person scenes for the most part, I try to, uh, well, I try to act in all of them, but I try to, I've been trying lately to be more grounded on my two-person scenes. Uh, uh, with, uh, with Hey Rube, I, tr- I usually have a, I try to do a pretty strong initiation, that's, and then go for it, and then. I put myself out there when you start going towards the end and ramping things up. And then Iron Lung, I'm, I don't know, Play, I play the weirdest in Iron Lung, probably.
1: Yeah, Dennis always has some really a lot of fun, fun characters. characters. <laughs> yeah,
3: but, yeah, I'd say Beardo, I try, I try to, sometimes I'll, I'll be like, alright, I'm gonna try to be more supportive and play the straight man. Like, I'll actively try to Play the straight man more. Where the other shows, there's so
0: many people, you just try to get to the, to the funny. Mm-hmm. Dan, having been on, Beardo, Mayor Karen, and Bed Savage, yeah. uh, How do how does your playing style differ from one to the other? Um, I think I tend to.
2: Again, I'll start with it. In Mayor Karen I, we were doing the Harold for a long time and we we're doing something else now Ooh. July 7th or D, when I don't know when is this going up can I plug D-Day can I plug things D-Day down? this the should day be up before on, Dan on Tuesday, Tuesday
0: or so Tuesday oh yeah maybe Monday
2: July 7th is a Mayor Karen show come out and see us
0: that's your last show
2: my last show in Philadelphia before I moved to Minneapolis mm. and the night before that there's a uh, something I don't really know much about yet well it's another show, another it's show. A, the last Beardo show. show July yeah. 6th shoot the <laughs> yeah.
1: last Beardo
3: with Dan oh.
1: yeah yeah Dennis we said we weren't going to
2: talk about this oh, on the podcast so awkward <laughs> Dan we've been seeing so long
0: Mike
2: <laughs> yeah but, no. nah, the, not the, me uh, yeah but so anyway my different groups uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll keep it on topic thank you jungle butter Um, I think I, I don't know, we spent a lot of time in the Herald and Merrick Heron, and so a lot of time was focusing on the form there, um, Merrick Heron also has a, I think a pretty unique energy to it that's a little different, but it's also still kind of like a weird, a weird goofy energy, um, although I I think Beardo is maybe a bit more explosive energy-wise, and so I tend to, um maybe not have to be as explosive in Beardo as I am in other groups because it's already present there and I can be a little more... I can watch Dennis just be You're wild, d- wild man. You're welcome. <laughs> and I can be a sea captain or something and yeah. derail seeds. I will say in Beardo, I play
3: a lot of female characters. I don't really play like female
2: characters. That, you know. yeah. oh, that's interesting. Yeah and then Ed Savage I, know, I haven't played with them in, in like a month or so maybe more than that um, but I guess them I tried to initiate a lot of scenes there um, that's a pretty big group so I also tried to not be I don't know, try and mix being like initiate but also like let everybody else get out there and do their thing I think
1: just from watching you perform in the other two groups that I'm not in with you, right? Uh, I definitely see you take you take a a very supportive role on in Bed Savage, which is great because you do really good things from the sideline, and then when you when you're out there, you're it's something that you've uh, you know, you've incorporated everything you've seen happening, and you you ninja it up pretty well there. Yeah, I
2: think in Bed Savage, yeah. I felt a little like I didn't. I was the guy in there that was in other groups also and, like, doing a lot more. Like, Carolyn was great, was an Asteroid for a while, um, but everybody else was, like, just in Bed Savage and was kind of starting out, and and I didn't want to be the guy who's was like, hey, guys, I'm in other groups, and I think I know a thing or two about improv, so let me do every scene. Yeah. So maybe that's why I was like, it's like, we got to all be in this together. I don't want to be the guy who's, like, out there every time. Huh. Um, yeah, so good I succeeded in not being that guy no one likes that
1: guy yeah I've, and I feel like Mayor Karen is such a uh, such an amazing group that like I think I told you I told you at your wedding when we were at the wedding that the one uh the, the first Mayor Karen show where it was you and, and Rob Gentili and Steve Swan. Steve Swan who had just been cast that was that's still one of my favorite improv shows that I've seen in Philadelphia and uh, you know Nick Gillette was in there still at that time. It was. It, it felt like you guys were all just firing on all pistons. It was. It's was really cool. That 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 feels like a team that's. Um, just everybody's swinging a hundred percent all the time, and I. I need to see them more.
2: Yeah,
0: July seventh, shooting theater. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I don't know yeah. what time. <laughs> yeah, somewhere between eight and eleven.
2: Yeah. Cool
0: you guys it, done with
2: that topic? I am done with that topic. Yeah, what Let's, we talk, about, about, let's yeah. talk about Dracula. Uh, <laughs> Bela Lugosi. Great book. Written in the end of the 19th century, but uh. doesn't feel old. Doesn't feel like an old-timey book. Written with Keanu Reeves in mind. Keanu is great. Uh, Point Break is one of my favorite movies of all time. Ooh.
1: Marvie, aren't you supposed to be guiding this discussion? Play go s- go sleep. Step <laughs> in. Help us. Help us. There's
2: that scene in Point Break where what Keanu is chasing was...
0: sh- Johnny Utah. Shh. What would you say is i grasping for straws here. Um... We went to law school and a football scholarship. <laughs> Both. Both. Both from the Facebook questions. <laughs> yes. yeah. no. Shut so we'll, t- we'll get back to that. Um, so we talked about the, the transitions. You guys brought up the form. What would you say your form is? Um, I think the
2: the, the opening is, is very important to the form. Um, I think it's very... I guess we already talked about uniqueness. I don't want to go back to that. But I think that is one of the best things. We've gotten a lot of compliments on that. Um, and it's really fun. I remember when I saw Beardo when I was not in it. And they did that. it was I thought it was great it was amazing I was like oh that looks hard but they made it look easy and it was hilarious to watch two kind of burly bearded men like gently hold hands and look into each other's eyes and tell a a kid's story Mm -hmm. there was a good juxtaposition there um so i love that we're still doing it i think it's it's yeah. my favorite part because it's downhill from there <laughs> <laughs>
0: well we, we've changed it yeah we we've, don't hold hands anymore I, yeah. i've sort of which i think is kind of changed. yeah stuff i think it's especially. better it
2: allows us to be more free but it, it does lose the intimacy the, right the fun of men holding hands right mm. which which was discussed which we yeah. talked about
1: um but the form has always been something that's been in flux you know it's It's been something that we decided we would find rather than create or, you know, or or pick. Right. And one of the reasons why I said that our our Connie's Rick Rack Show, our most recent show, is my favorite is because it felt Harold-ish, where we we came back and revisited things. Like, everything that we put out there, we used, which is something that I'm striving for as an improviser is to be more uh, economic with... What I'm playing, like, with my, you know, what, what what scenes I'm doing, what information I put out there, I, the best improv that I see, nothing gets wasted, and, and people are very patient, and uh, that's what that's what I think we were, we are working towards, I think that's true. I think
2: it's true. Back
3: you <laughs> up on that one. I don't think we have a form. <laughs> oh shit! I think we do the opening. Then we do whatever we want, and then when it's done, we uh, do an organic transition, and then we find what else is fun, and then we just keep doing that. But well, that's so, a that's a form. I mean, is, a form is could is be that? do whatever you want. It's still it's a form. It's not like one <laughs> A, one B, one C, two A, two
0: B. Sure, it's
2: not terribly rigid, but it's still so, it's, it's form. there's
0: a there's a there's an outline and it's basically got three points there's a open launch pad scenes and a flight return plan. to open <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah 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 that's that's yeah. opening is yeah it's the launch pad not a flight yeah. plan there's like no
3: autopilot it's before you had navigation system oh my You're good
2: by my good joke still. is about two pilots <laughs> that want to tell no 6.2 point, point
0: two <laughs> podcast point two um okay is there, is there anything else about Beardo that we can, we, can, we can mention? We have the show July 6th. July
1: 6th at the Shubin anything is going in- to be a going away party slash show for Dan and Ellen Jaquette. Uh, Iron Lung will be performing and Beardo will be performing and there's going to be some other stuff going on. That we can't talk about because somebody's in the room with us uh, surprise. surprise the event
2: says it's a roast uh, surprise. surprise oh my god it's a surprise oh my
0: god. uh <laughs> okay so yeah that's that's some some plugs and there's the mayor harren show for you yeah so there was uh some questions that were posed on the Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm aware uh,
2: of that platform. Oh, yes. I didn't. I didn't see them. Uh, well, I also did not read them before today.
0: We'll go through some of them because there's a bunch, oh. and they are mostly beard related. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. Uh, this is from Matt Nelson. Did Dennis's background as a vet help prepare him for working alongside all that chin hair? Ooh. You've
3: been outed. You want me to
0: answer as this a, one first? As, <laughs> as, it's, as it's directed uh, towards you?
1: My my answer, being Kevin,
3: is yes. Uh, Good answer. No, I feel like hair is different than fur. I feel like. <laughs> I'm seriously fielding this question right yeah, now. Yeah, a man's facial hair is much different than, say, a cat. That's fur. It's very close knit, packed little follicles. Sure. So. Do cats have beards? Do animals with fur,
1: is have, that considered a
2: beard? They have Are, there,
3: are there animals that have beards?
1: Bearded I mean, dragon.
0: Goats, right? Goats, goats have beards.
1: Barba de chibo.
0: What? Uh,
3: that's, that's Spanish for... You guys, Go. Are Go. Making, you guys are making me dumber <laughs> for my profession. So if it, i, I mean, stop listening. I
2: don't want to sound like an idiot, but I feel like... <laughs> Uh, beard is hair on your jaw and furry animals have hair there. So I think all furred animals have beards. Here's a question. Sure. Syllogism. Is are is a beard pubic hair?
1: Or is pubic hair only what? in your in your pubic region?
0: That is the worst question. <laughs> <ever heard>. No <laughs> questions from the get. P- pubic, pubic hair is only in your pubis region. This question is from Joe Moore. What is each of your favorite color, green. Oh, That's from Dan. He stole it. My you can have this.
2: You can have
1: the same color. Uh, forest green.
3: Oh, evergreen.
2: No, I'd say brown. All Browns. right. No one likes believe. brown. It's a rare. Blue and green are the yeah. top favorite colors.
0: Do yeah. you have guest beards perform with you? Because I'd like to get in on that bearded action from B.J. Ellis.
2: We've, we've talked about. Uh, guest beards. I don't. I think we've only talked about it jokingly but we thought it'd be really funny to get uh, I'm going to jump ahead on a question here but to get a lady and get like a fake beard and put it on her um, yeah. I thought that'd be funny. At the same time I think the fact that we all have beards makes us the most sexist team in Philadelphia because yeah. we only can have men yeah.
0: or circus freaks. The manliest team. Uh, I've talked to one or a couple of you about my thoughts on guests. Anybody remember what that is? Uh, guest
3: you're anti-guest
0: I'm anti-guest yeah no guest beard I'm anti-guest so, I mean you guys can do what you want yeah you but I'm anti-guest especially artsy. Christopher Guest yes uh yeah anti-guest anti <laughs> because then to me it, it's I mean especially you're in a three person team then it's just not the team uh, then it's just a fun it, it's it's playing in that skin so to speak I want to bring my dog on <laughs> yeah
2: we should talk about our, our trumpet aha, Christmas show.
0: We should now. Sure.
2: Dennis and I both play trumpet. Yeah? Do you remember the, the group we were going to form? Uh, the first group that Dennis and I talked about forming before... Beardo. Before Beardo was a thing. Uh, Dennis and I were eating food at a pub. O'Neal's? We'll, no, actually. I don't remember Irish which one. Irish pub? Like Downy's or Down, Downton Abbey's? uh <laughs> um, we'll, yeah. when Downtown we discovered X. that we both played trumpet we got really excited about the idea of doing trumpet-based improv and our group would trumpet be named. based yeah our group <laughs> would be named pure sex pure sex and every scene would either be like marching band or like a herald welcoming knights in yeah yeah would have trumpets in everyone and it was gonna be great
3: i don't know why it hasn't left the yeah. i don't know floor. why pure
2: sex i think is i've just heard off. why. I think I'm just
0: I'm pretty sure we've just discovered why. But
2: Pure Sex did do a little teaser at our Halloween show where we played some Christmas music. Christmas, Christmas show. Christmas holiday. I'm sorry. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, <laughs> did I say Halloween?
0: Yes. No. right. All right. What are your most frustrating beard moments? The ones that bring you this close I, to
3: shaving it off? I. This one's easy for me. It is maple syrup. Ooh. Eating. Uh, and waffles, pancakes in the morning. And uh, and me, I have a very uh, pronounced chin. Sure. So the s- syrup, as I say it from Indiana, is... Syrup. Wait, is how do you say it? Syrup.
0: S-E-R-U-P. S-E-R-U-P. It's
2: not syrup. Syrup. How do other people say it? Syrup. Syrup. Stupid syrup. people say syrup. I don't say syrup. Ooh. Syrup. Good. Syrup. Yeah, syrup. 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 syrup.
3: Uh, and it clumps on, and I have to. Sometimes I've had to do little focal snips of clumped syrup hair. Sure. A lot of times I just go in there and I scrub for about five minutes. It's, yep. it's really problematic.
0: Oh. Right. Syrup. Syrup is your kryptonite.
3: Yeah. Syrup. And I love it too. That's what kills me. Oh. Mm. It's definitely your kryptonite. Yeah.
0: Well, Superman doesn't Superman love Superman doesn't, doesn't love kryptonite. No, he doesn't. That no. Is or syrup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just give it to I'm sure, he love syrup. He is from a he farm. He probably does. What about you, um, Dan? I,
2: uh, I don't know. I guess heat. Mostly heat. Like I get hot. It's a little hotter. I don't have as really? thick a beard as Kevin no. or Dennis. No, so I never go, no man, my fucking chin is hot. <laughs> I do not. Well, mostly my neck. That's where I really get I it. chin sweat. Yeah. I don't like being hot. So that's probably it. Although I have, I did shave my beard off. Uh, I think I've only shaved it off once since I first grew it. For shame. Um, <laughs> you are shameful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, and it's because uh, Ellen, my wife. Uh, uh, we get it. Geez. We yeah, get it. You got it. <laughs> You're married. Oh. Yeah, you got steady we we stuff in. I got it. Ugh. Uh, married. Worked with some dude who would shave his beard off at least once a year so he didn't become trapped in his beardness. I like the idea of that, so I shaved it all once. But I, look I, like like a, idea of I look like a 12-year-old when I trapped. don't have a beard, so yeah. i kinda got to keep it or else I can't get into R-rated movies.
0: Yeah, you want to be able to do that.
2: I love R-rated movies. Kevin? Beardism.
1: Yeah, people, people think that people with beards are bad people. It's not the question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you want to shave it off to conform?
1: No, just to, just to see if I'm a better person without my beard.
0: Wait, are you a beardist? I don't know. It's been so long. <laughs> I think you might be. That question was posed by Scott Hinners of Zhao Gao fame. He speaks Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Ni hao. <laughs> Ni hao ma. Uh, what do you condition your beards with? Ian David Vaffler, nothing. Really?
2: No, I just I use soap on my face. I don't even use shampoo on my beard. Do you guys shampoo oh. your beards? Yeah. Or slash condition.
1: Well, I use uh, this is this is getting deep and gritty.
3: I have uh,
2: beard dandruff. Dandruff. Yeah. yeah. Dandruff. Yeah. Yeah. You guys both have beard dandruff. I use yeah. Celsin Blue on my face. I have my, head dandruff. When I I'm a, I'm a do. head
3: and shoulders and chin man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I sell some blue that shit.
0: Beer dandruff. I never heard of that.
3: Yeah, if I beardruff? Yeah. Beardrift. I don't have it as much now, but when I first was growing it out, I don't know why. It was like I would just rub it and then I'd have flakes.
1: Here's a here's it. a follow-up. You sure it's
0: not like food crumbs?
1: Here's a follow up question. Dried syrup? Do you have do you have separate shampoo? You have your do
3: you have your dandruff shampoo that's, and then your That's a low blow. You know that I don't have For beer. for beer though. You 19.
2: have different beard
3: shampoo? I only have one place on my body up here. That's my beard. Well, no. What? I, why I ask is because Not I the town.
1: use the head and shoulders on my beard. Mm-hmm. And I also have Dandruff on my scalp. Mm-hmm. But I also have sure. nicer shampoo, Pantene Pro-V, that I use both. Hmm. This question <laughs> is um, um, edit that out, from <laughs> Becca Traben,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she would like to know, you guys like the party? Hey, hey. yeah, girl. Uh,
2: Becca. This question James, is from...
0: Are we not answering that one? Yeah, I did. thought that was the answer. Oh,
2: yeah. I was going to talk about my wedding when I got married to Oh, my we fellow. know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we get it. Uh, get out of here.
0: Charles Rosen wanted to know if you were aware that there was a bearded men improv in Minneapolis.
1: Yeah. Oh, Minneapolis, where Dan Jaquette
0: will Wait. soon be going. Have you been drafted?
2: Yeah. I wish... You know what? Uh, I look I think I'm aware of them. I feel like I saw them doing a show that was improvised Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. And I got excited because I <laughs> like Dungeons and Dragons.
1: I look, I clicked on that. Could link. Be wrong, I clicked on that link that Charles posted and none of those guys have beards.
0: Whose beard? This is from Alan Kaufman. Of Mary Karen thing. Mary Karen.
2: Also married, has a wife. In Iron Lung. We, oh, get, we it. get it. We get it. We get it. Iron Lung
0: likes to marry people. Ugh. Whose beard? Living or dead? do you find the most inspirational?
2: Actually, I have a, a decent, non-jokey answer to this question. I think the, the first beard that I was really inspired by was uh, Luke Wilson in the Royal Tenenbaums. Wow. That dude has, like, like A, he's got, like, a giant chin. So he's, like, already, like, his beard starts out already. Yes. Yeah. But then he had, like, just a really good, thick beard. Plus, at that time, I, I had longer hair, and I was wearing a lot of headbands. So I was kind of halfway there, but I was like, this dude, this dude's look, I want to be like Ricky, Richie, Richie Tanbaum. Yeah, I was inspired. Uh,
3: Chester Arthur. <laughs> Chester okay. a. Arthur? Yep. He, he's, a, he's a big mutton chop guy, isn't he? He had a big mustache that's um, booming. It, the the, st- the stache chop? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. he
3: could have covered his beard area with
1: <clears> that, no problem. What a beast. Yeah. Yeah. I got I to gotta go with Honest Abe. Uh, when I first started growing a beard, I couldn't grow a mustache.
3: You couldn't tell a lie. I
1: couldn't tell a lie. George George Washington. Washington. Yeah, that's George
2: Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Baby face. Couldn't panty. chop down a cherry tree. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't
0: cross the Delaware. Couldn't not have polio. <laughs> couldn't not get shot in Dallas. <laughs> Your teeth are terrible. <laughs>
3: we got to the Ooh, point.
0: Resident really <laughs> jokes. We all know. Couldn't
2: be, could be too fat to fit in the <laughs> Couldn't get pneumonia uh, during your inauguration because you were too manly to wear a jacket, and then died just a couple months later. Uh. Couldn't get peached <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Oh, Watergate.
0: <laughs> I am enjoying this right now. All right. Okay. Who has been your favorite beardo coach? And a follow up, what percentage of your success between seventy five and one hundred percent would you say is owed to him? Who is that question by? Uh, doesn't say. Uh Dennis <laughs> an Anonymous who is, Facebook account.
1: Who is that guy that we talked to after our show one time that so, told us how we could have done stuff a little bit better? Oh yeah, there's a homeless dude. <laughs> <laughs> Snuck Joe. In. Joe. Joe, yeah. homeless Joe. I would say seventy five percent of yeah. it goes to homeless Joe.
0: Okay. I never met him, but he sounds great. I, <laughs> I would give him 100%. This question from Mike Butler of Gross Butler fame. With my heart on my chin. Which non-bearded member of the Philly comedy community would look best with a beard? Oh, oh easy. Ellen Qualley.
2: <laughs> She'd look good in anything. She's
0: my wife. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Oh. oh, That's a good question. That's a good question.
2: Who would look best with a beard?
0: That,
3: so that's not who you want to see
2: yeah, with the no. beard. Who? Well, can't it can't be both. It would have to be. Hey, both. Well, uh, if you could I find would, that magic person. I wish Luke Field could grow a beard, but mostly because he wishes he could grow a beard, and I want to support him.
1: <laughs> um,
3: I would love to see Scott Hinners with a
2: beard. I, right.
3: I bet he'd do something good with it. Yeah. He like point it out or like a he speaks Star Chinese. Trek Klingon. Yeah.
0: Like a sixty Star Trek Klingon. He does
3: speak Chinese, Dan.
2: Yeah, he could be like the master in Kill Bill.
3: Yeah. I'd, I'd say uh, Mark Leopold. Mm.
2: I bet he'd
0: have a good beard.
3: He could be a, a, a captain of a ship. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not really that beard. All right. Uh, is there anything that you have left to say about about Beardo? Dan, you have your your last Beardo show coming up, at least for a while. I'm sure you'll find your way back to Philly at some point. Maybe there'll be a... Yeah,
2: that would be fun to do some... still some shows. I don't know. It sounds like I'm going to be replaced, so... Soon. (laughs) Pretty soon. (laughs) We actually... have Devin, Devin.
0: Devin, please. I'm here. I'm I'm Um, here. Yeah, you got your show, your your last Beardo show coming up. Is there anything you wanted to... um, to say. Uh, it's all
2: about you. Oh. Um thank you to my wife, Ellen. <laughs> we get it. Uh thank you to Dennis. Yes. Thank you to Kevin. Yeah. Thanks to Devin. here yeah. Thanks to Mike. Oh, there it is. Uh, thanks to Jason and Andy, my first improv instructors. Thanks to Nathan and Steve, my second improv instructors. (laughs) Thanks to Mike, my third improv instructor, and coach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks to Nathan, my fourth improv instructor, and third coach. This is getting real. Thanks to Christian Scheer, my second coach, thanks to Jess Ross, who coached me once. There you go. Uh, thanks to Greg Mann. Thank you, Moon. <laughs> Thank you, Oatmeal. Right. With us the room. Uh, all right,
0: <laughs> Kevin, uh, Kevin and Dennis. Uh, Just call us Devin. Devin. <laughs> Is there anything? Uh, that you want to say to to Dan? If I
1: was, was your, your wife, <laughs> I would <laughs> totally, totally bone you <laughs> every
3: <laughs> other okay. Friday. Thanks. That about <laughs> says it all, I guess. Uh, you said that. No, I if I thought I could kidnap him and keep him for my own friendship I would mm. uh, yeah
1: I think I might call some bomb threats into Minneapolis so they can't
2: move there to the, the whole city the whole city yeah. I have a bomb and the Play whole of the city, city. <laughs> evacuate the city go to really, Shea
1: Paul I'm really sad that I'm losing two teammates cause uh, Dan and Ellen are
0: awesome awesome fun people True.
2: We're both moving.
0: That's true. Yeah. Because you're married.
2: Thank you. Yes. Oh, we
0: get it. And <laughs> uh, uh, dance my weed man. <laughs> not true.
2: I do not drink or do illicit substances ever yeah.
0: in my life. I, uh, I agree with all of that. Uh, I would say, I would echo those comments. I would also say, as I said earlier, so I wait. do feel that you've been a really good in-between. A really good balance between these two doofballs. Like the sandwich meat. Yeah, you're real good in between. Uh, between these, If you want to like, use sandwich meat, if like that helps you, like good. a bridge. It was a callback over we troubled we're doofuses. Sandwich meat. Uh, you've you've been a, a real like good tool. shut up. A real good mix in between. Uh, so yeah, it will be. It will be. It will suck to have you have you go off, but uh, to have you come back for shows every once in a while would be, would be pretty awesome. And well, I wish we, you nothing but the best of luck. Yeah, but we luck. won't be doing guests.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not. Now that no we know your stance on guests. Yes.
0: Uh, Once a member of Beardo... Never that's did. right, no <laughs> guests. That's correct, yeah. yeah. Never. Once a member of Beardo, and then you leave, never a member of Beardo. <laughs> yeah. Maybe right. you guys should all mm.
2: move to Minneapolis that about does it for the improv
1: uh, that was uh, that was Beardo
0: that about does it thank you very much Beardo for coming by Dennis Dan thank you. Kevin Devin yeah
2: thank you Mike
0: um, yeah. Friday July 6th is the send off Friday uh, Saturday July 7th is the uh, house team night with the last show for Dan and Mayor Karen uh, come to both of those I'm sure uh, probably uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for getting close. Yay. Yay! Getting close, getting close. Well, there it is, just about an hour and a half, uh, which is small potatoes compared to some of the other Getting Close podcasts. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, this, I feel the need to say, uh, this is from Wikipedia. The word tongue means hall or gathering place. In North America, a Tang is a type of organization found among Chinese living in the United States and Canada. These organizations are described as secret societies or sworn brotherhoods and are often tied to criminal activity. Now, everything up until the criminal activity part pretty much is in line with what I was saying. So it is not racist. It is simply a analogy. So... Not an analogy, um, just another word, whatever. You get the point. I'm not a racist, okay? That's the point. Uh, thank you to Beardo. Thank you to everyone that was uh, here for that. Um, Dan Jackett and Dennis Trafney and Kevin Pettit. Thank you very much for, for doing the podcast. Thank you for allowing me to be your coach. Uh, it's been a really great ride with you guys. Uh, I've had so much fun both coaching and watching uh, your performances and practices and uh watching you grow as performers because uh, i did have each of you in class as well so that's that's been pretty awesome um you can catch beardo this friday as i mentioned july 6th at eight thirty p.m you can catch dan in mayor karen on saturday night as part of fit house team nights asteroid is not performing i was incorrect in my assumption um we just performed the DCM, though. That was pretty awesome. Uh, pretty, pretty large crowd. And uh, they did pretty well for that crowd. Uh, the crowd was very receptive to them. Let's put it that way. Uh, also, this podcast is now on iTunes. You can subscribe to it. Help us crack the top ten podcasts for the Philadelphia market. Um, I'm not sure this would do that at that point. Uh, but share the links uh like it do whatever you can do just pass this uh, share the shit out of this thing uh get the get beardo some exposure get mikemarback.com some some exposure get philly improv and philly comedy and philly sketch uh get it some more get up some more exposure get people talking about it outside of this town uh which is something that they should be doing after uh the close marathon because as i've said philly teams have gone up there and killed this weekend So that's pretty awesome. Thanks again, Beardo. Thank you for listening. Thanks for getting close.